Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 134 in Edmonton. Coming up uh, after the Global News Weather Traffic Update today at 2 o'clock with Eileen Bell. Of course, Jalen and I will have the 630 Chad Afternoons for you. A highly anticipated Alberta-developed COVID-19 vaccine has been given the green light for human trials this summer. The developing company CEO, who is also a current University of Alberta professor, will be going on with Jalen Nye after the 2 o'clock news. Again, this is Oilers Now. It's 135 in Edmonton. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Now Royal Pizza is offering curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. I don't know if Jack Michaels heard um, the opener for uh, today's show, uh, but we had the ex-ambassadors out of Ithaca, New York. Um, Very popular song from about 2016 to open up with today as we bring aboard the radio play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers, Jack Michaels. Jack, how you doing? Hi, Bob. You know who else is from Ithaca? The Spin Doctors. Remember them? Yeah. Yeah. There you have it. You know, we opened with Unsteady. I love that song. It's often actually done on uh, the various talent shows out there. There's some, uh, there was a guy from Britain. his name is Mo, above 2017. Actually, I think he won, and he had a, just an awesome voice and did a killer version of it as well. It's a terrific song. All right. Uh, well, let's, uh, you know what, uh, uh, let's, let's start with part of the news of the day, Jack. In um, a guy who has been all, you know, uh, we know that Elliot Friedman's been all over it for Sportsnet, Frank Valley for TSN. Pierre Lebrun has been all over the Hub City story as well. Uh, Ryan Rashog from TSN's done a great job here in town. Mark Spector. Uh you're an American. We have a lot of private conversations about how things we thought might end up going in certain states. Um, we, we know, we, you've got me tuned into Pittsburgh. I 
needed to get educated on Pittsburgh, and that happened. Uh, it's a terrific city. Are you surprised that the numbers in Vegas have spiked up the way they have here over the course of the last uh, a week or so? 2,700 cases in Nevada, the most of uh, which are in uh, Clark County, which makes a large, and you used to be in Vegas all the time, Jack, back in your ECHL days as, as well. you surprised no, the numbers I'm have... I'm not surprised. I- I'm not surprised they've spiked in Florida either. I mean... Obviously, those are two vacation destinations, a lot of outdoor patios, a lot of outdoor entertainment, a lot of bars where the guts of the bar is outdoors rather than indoors. You and I have seen that walking down Fort Lauderdale Beach, and we've seen it you know, walking to and from the rink in Vegas. I think what gives Florida, in the case of the NBA, and Vegas, in the case of the NHL, the inside track, has nothing to do with what's going outside. It's with the perceived air tightness of the bubble. That's right. all that really matters, I think, in this, in this respect of the two major leagues we're talking about. Is they are looking for a bubble that can be created as airtight as possible. And that's why I think... In particular, Toronto remains at a disadvantage. So you, you think Toronto's just going to be unable to have that CNA, CNE bubble locked down? Well, that's what MLSE has been trying to do the last week, Bob, as you know. Yeah. Uh, if you pay close attention to the reports, what the National Hockey League went back to MLSE with is, what can you guarantee in terms of a bubble? We know you have the facilities. We know you have, you know, the downtown area hotels. But how do you contain that inside a bubble that can't be penetrated? And that's where Vegas, you know, with the one hotel set up, you know, has has the option of, of probably getting it. I, I, I know there's a ton of cases in Vegas, but seriously, like, if you close your eyes, and didn't know the NBA was already going to Orlando, wouldn't it take you aback that that's where they're going based on the number of cases that's going on yeah. in Florida? So I, I, think, guess... I think it's more about the bubble than the city itself. Right. And well, I still think Edmonton, you know, that also favors Edmonton. I mean, at the end of the day, Bob, if the only knock against Edmonton's bid is that the secondary hotels are a notch below what the league would prefer. I think that, quite frankly, is a bit of a shallow reason to pass on the Edmonton bid. If we're about health and safety, and you're saying that the rooms outside of the JW, and we're really only talking about you know, the play-in series, because... Ultimately, everyone can move inside the J-Dub once everything's right. cleared out in the first round. That, to me, is a pretty flimsy reason. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, the other, is that I mean, too strong? No, I, I agree with you. I mean, the other thing here, Jack, is I wonder whether or not state officials in those respective states, I mean, they've already gone to a full mask, uh, you know, in, in Las Vegas. Everybody's got to wear a mask now. But and, you and I talked about two weeks ago when they opened the casinos and mask optional, you and I both said that'll last a week and a half. Yeah. And we were, we were off by about 48 hours. 
Yeah, and so it's going to be like it's going to. I wonder whether or not the state, like the actual, and we're not talking the United States as a country, but the respective states have to change their protocols as the, you know, the ICU totals. They've got to be monitoring that. They're up. Uh, I checked today on the uh, state of Nevada website. It's up to 118 people in ICU. That has to be concerning uh, for that state. So we'll we'll continue to watch it again. Pierre LeBrun reporting, and he's been as close to it in, in fairness as anybody, uh, at least uh, in terms of maybe the league office. And he, Bill Daly has stated there will not be a decision today. Let's switch focus, Kevin, and get uh, – or uh, Jack, you know where I'm going next. With Kevin Lowe getting in the Hockey Hall of Fame, seven Oilers from uh – the Oilers' uh, glory years of the 1980s. Uh, it, it's interesting, right? They win five Stanley Cups in seven years. Uh, the Canadians won four in a row. Uh, they also, the Canadians won in, what, 72, 73, and then from 75, 76 until 78, 79. Uh, so now I'm trying to do the math here. So they won they won five championships in seven years as well. Uh, nine guys off that Canadians team in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Seven now from the Oilers. Your thoughts on Kevin Lowe getting in? Well, first of all, he's only one of five players in the history of the league to win six cups without having played for Montreal, which is, of course, interesting considering where he's from. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think Wayne Gretzky made a good point on your show yesterday where this is a nice vote in the sense that the Hall of Fame has shown it, it's not purely in this day and age uh, relied upon statistics to determine a player's value. I, I think all of us and all of your listeners can empathize with that, you know, first corporate Christmas party they went to, especially the first one where maybe they, you know, were at, at a different company or in a different city. It's intimidating. You got a ballroom of anywhere between 100 and 400 people. And you know, you might be connected to the company and know people from work, so it's easy for you. But it's also a it's a nerve-wracking night for your spouse. She doesn't know anyone, and, you know, it's one of those, well, I'm going to support my spouse, but this, this could be a long night. And I'll never forget my Christmas party looking over 20 minutes in and who was having a drink with my wife. And went out of their way to have a 30-minute, a literally a 30-minute conversation at a Christmas party where his time would have been probably asked for from 90 to 100 employees would have loved to have an audience with him. And so for me, it's pretty easily to translate that Kevin Lowe to the Kevin Lowe that brought Peter Klayman into the mix, that helped acclimate Yari Curry, that brought virtually every oiler who arrived to a team that certainly four or five years in was awfully established and already had a bit of a boys club. And Kevin Lowe was always the guy that made sure that they were part of that. He's an inclusive guy. And for that reason, I'm, I'm glad he's included in that hall of fame group. We're joined right now by Jack Michaels from the Oilers Radio Network. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. It's 144. Jack, let's, uh, let's hit on a couple others here. Uh, I don't think there's any surprise for a second that Jerome McGinley was in. Were you surprised Marion Hosa got in? A little bit first crash, a little bit. I mean, obviously, you know, a hell of a player. I mean, I, those first ballot Hall of Famers, I, I always think, you know, that's uh, – 
that's a unique pedestal. I mean, it's it's tough to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, Marion Hosa was a beast. I mean, uh, you and I kind of started covering the league on a full-time basis a little bit toward the end. Uh, we, we caught, you know, Hosa's last, I would say, four, four or five good years, but obviously an explosive talent. Probably a borderline first ballot Hall of Famer, but uh, still uh, a no-doubt HOFer in my book. All right. I want to switch focus. Doug Wilson gets in as well as Kevin Lowe. Uh, are you working out right now? I got people texting me asking why you're out of breath. So uh... Uh, I'm out of breath, Bob, because unlike the other, what, 300 times you and I talk to each other, I'm... I'm not actually used to talking this much, so maybe I got to re- oh. refine my skills a little bit. Oh wow! I can't believe you said that. I'm that's that's remarkable. All right, which of the guys that didn't get in were you most surprised did not get in in the most recent round with the Hall of Fame? That's a really good question. Uh, probably Theo Fleury. What do you think of that? I think he should be in. Was he even yeah. nominated? I don't even know if he was nominated. I think he should be in. I mean, I guess, I guess. sorry, the, the summation of guys not in, that's kind of the articles I'm thinking of. So you'd have to distinguish between those nominated this year. Uh, Theo Fleury is the one that, for me, remains a glaring omission. You know, not quite to the extent that, you and I felt Eric Lindros was, you know, passed yeah. over for years. But Theo Fleury, in my mind, is a Hall of Famer. I agree. And I think if you talk to most Oilers who competed against him in the late 80s, early 90s, they'd tell you the same thing. Yeah, he brought it. Uh, Daniel Alfredson. Uh, and, the, Jack, there's going to be a run on Americans here, too, right? You got Jeremy Roenick. You got uh, Keith Kachuk. Somebody brought up Doug Wade. I mean, Doug bounced around a bit, but he was a heck of a player as well. It's going to be really intriguing. So, other th- Roenick. For me, out of that group you just mentioned, to be Jeremy Roenick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just felt like, you know, and, again, you were a little closer to it to some extent, but I felt he was the guts of that Chicago team, particularly under Mike Keenan, I think he was along with Chris Chelios, you know, the the real pulse of that city for a long time. I mean, it's not, you know, he had just as good a run in terms of what he meant to the city, what he meant to the hockey club as Lindros did. And you could probably make an argument he had a longer run as that pulse and heartbeat. I'm a, you know, Jeremy Roenick, we're a little clouded in this day and age by things he said. and He's become yep. a bit of a caricature of himself. But he was one hell of a hockey player. And while he wasn't, you know, likely to drop him the way Keith Kachuk was, Bob, I think you'd probably concur with me. He was not afraid. Oh, no, no. Pounding. No, he, he hard he, in between the dots. And he was as gutty a player as certainly Chris Chelios was. Well, 1990 Edmonton beat Chicago, and the Hawks were up 2-1 in that series. And when they met again, 
1992, it was ugly. Uh, the Oilers had nothing left. They didn't have, you know, Gretzky was gone, Messier was gone, uh, Glenn Anderson was gone in 92, uh, Grant Fuhr was gone in 1992, Paul Coffey was gone, you know, but Chicago just dominated that third-round series. Jack, you, you brought up a good point there. You know, Theron Fleury is outspoken on Twitter, and some people like his stuff, some people don't. Uh, Jeremy Roenick is a controversial figure. Do you think that, you know, that works? I mean, I think Glenn Anderson, they took too long to get Glenn in. Do you think that at times maybe people's perceptions of others need to be removed as to part of the equation, or is that part of the equation when it comes to Hall of Fame? Well, I think if, as long as you have humans voting, Bob, it's going to be part of it. You know, I, I think the media and, and the people who select the Hall of Fame, you know, in, including former players, you know, I mean, well, how else do you explain Eric Lindros, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes – now, in the case of Theo Fleury, this is tough for me because, I mean, you know, I, I don't know whether he's a controversial figure. I mean, he had atrocities committed against him. Absolutely. The likes of which you and I cannot fathom. So, for me, I look at his playing career as really kind of a miniature Jeremy Roenick. I mean, the one thing about Flurry, Bob. Flurry should be in. Flurry should be in. Yeah. But Theo Flurry, completely unafraid, completely fearless. Uh, And. You know, in that day and age, that meant something. I think it's a lot easier to be fearless and get inside the dots today than it was when Theo Fleury played. And you know why? Part of that is because we don't have as many Kevin Lowe's in the game as we once did. I think Darnell Nurse is probably the closest thing to Kevin Lowe that the others have had in quite a while. And he's got a little more offensive upside. But there's another guy... That's an inclusive guy. He brings everyone into the pack. Yeah, and just to, just on Theron Flurry, his book, Playing With Fire, if you talk to players that are, say, 16 to 23, 24, that is probably the most read hockey book of, of that era, of that generation. So great stuff. Jack, we appreciate the time. Yeah, it is guy. real. It's a hard read at times, but it's definitely real. Jack, great stuff. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Talk next Friday. Bob, thanks for having me on. You bet. It's 151 in Edmonton. We'll wrap up Oilers now after this. 
154 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. All right, into the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, this text comes in out of Edmonton. Is there a pool on what player will break the bubble in Vegas and bring in COVID? Well, you know, we'll have to wait and see what ends up transpiring there. A different texter out of Calgary says, is there any concern from Edmontonians about bringing in hundreds of people into a relatively safe province? Good to have the dollars come in, but do you uh, want to take that risk? Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Another texter says, Bob, why has Alex McGillney not gotten a lot of love over 10 years? A reminder on that front, you have to be nominated. You have to be nominated. So we don't, we're not even sure because of how the process works who even gets uh, nominated. To this day in Oilers history, uh, the Evans Oilers drafted Connor McDavid, number one. Overall, 2015, it was a hot, sweltering night in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, considered a generational star. Well, he's lived up to it. Two Art Ross, two Ted Lindsay, one Art Trophies. First, first, second, and second last four years in scoring. Uh, Reed Wilkins will have Inside Sports Night. His guests will include Sam Cosentino from uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers. He's uh, the CHL analyst for Sportsnet. CEBL Commissioner, former Hamilton Ticats receiver Mike Morielli. And I'll be joining Reed for a hit as well. Monday, we'll have discussion on Hub City and the lottery. No, not the Shirley Jackson short story. The NHL draft lottery that's going to take place tonight. Uh, John Shannon as well. Again, uh, interesting guests coming up just after the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell as Jalen Nye. Uh, we'll have something that's uh, someone that's a huge part of University of Alberta professor that is part of the group that's uh, looking for a vaccine and they're ready to start human trials. It's uh, great news here in Edmonton. Everybody, have a terrific weekend. Thank you very much, Cody Jansen, um, for doing a solid job here on uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. Brendan Escott will be back with me on Monday. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.